Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today we're going to talk revolution. Um, I was reading about Mao Zedong and um, he has uh, that book on guerrilla warfare. And a lot of the prepper books that I read, they cite it and they act like it's some great, you know, mystery uh, information thing. And I thought I was going to have all this great information for you guys. And I was going to be excited. And it was just boring, hammered dog shit. Um, It has a lot of the philosophy. But you're not really learning any cool tactical stuff. Yeah, Um, it it seems like it's really about why why socialism and communism is so amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's wrong. But actually, I thought really, you know what? Kevin's back. We're excited. I thought Kevin could open us up with a nice quote from my boy Samuel Adams. All right. If you love wealth greater than liberty, the tranquility of servitude greater than the animating contest for freedom, go home from us in peace. We seek not your counsel nor your arms. Crouch down and lick the hand that feeds you. May your chains set lightly upon you, and may posterity forget you are our countrymen. Now... Why I thought this was such an appropriate quote for today's podcast is, I don't know, in the prepper community, everybody kind of uh, talks about, you know, um, oh, you know, economic collapse. And and some people almost seem like they're excited, like they want the shit to hit the fan. They want it to happen. So they can, you know, I don't know, embrace the world or 
create the new world that they imagine or whatever. Mm. But I, I thought, you know, maybe we should do like a little retrospective and go back and look at how revolutions have worked out, you know, for the world. Yeah, for um, the most part, uh, it doesn't. That's a 50-50 mix. It's 50-50 <laughs> mix. You might not come out on top with that. And the thing is, too, maybe there are steps that we could take to kind of ensure the outcome that we want. Right. Um, a lot of the prepper books, they kind of end up with, um, like the one I was just reading, uh, Patriots by Rawls. He, uh, he talks about an economic collapse. And then in the end, basically, the government steps in to restore order after, mm-hmm. you know, an indeterminate amount of time. I think it's like five years or something in the book. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's like, you know, the guy's like a city councilman or whatever. And he's like, you need somebody who knows how to plan and organize shit. So I should be the new president and whatever. And we should do all the same things. And, you know, in order to just get back order, we need to take all your guns away from you. Because I don't need any kind of uprising. And, you know, there's a lot of hooligans running around and terrorizing and raping. And if we just take the guns away from everybody, then it'll all be okay. And I just thought, you know, let's talk about what... What happens in revolutions, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, What ends up being the outcome, you know? When you get rid of your government, who fills that void, you know? It's usually somebody who's ready to fill that void. Mm -hmm. And you need to start planning and moving that way if you want things to work out in your favor. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did do a lot of, uh, you know, reading of uh, of Mao Zedong. And he had some quotes like he had a, his whole philosophy was that basically people go through like medieval kind of feudal system, you know, where they're just like barbarian kind of living hand to mouth. Basically, he calls them living as peasants, mm-hmm. um, a peasant society. And. Basically, you go from that peasant society to a kind of more industrial society where things become civilized. And then you go into a democracy and then that's where he wants to step in and take you in a kind of communism. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I hate to say it, that's where a democracy leads you is in some form of socialism, communism. Generally speaking, yeah. Generally speaking. And then... I would say that eventually takes you back to the peasant system. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of this endless cycle. And I kind of, after reading what he said, um, was thinking a little bit more. And, and I was like, you know, in America, we kind of went from, you know, building up into an industrial empire and then kind of getting into the more democratic democracy because mm-hmm. we're not starting out as a democracy. You know, I, I, you know, everybody knows the arguments there, representative, republic, all that. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, a, you know, the majority mob rule. And, and that's what I think of when I, I say democracy. Right. Is kind of mob rule. Mm-hmm. Oh, the majority are the loudest voices. And I feel like we're definitely heading down that road. Um, 
where it seems to be, you know, you can bully everybody into, you know, whatever you want. You can lay down on the floor at Publix and get the grocery store to support the political candidates that you want or, you know, whatever shenanigans. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. All right. That stupid I'm gonna start laying kid down and... from the... He had, like, a bunch of people go lay down on the floor at the grocery store. And then they were somehow like, oh, you're right. We shouldn't give to political candidates. We're upsetting our grocery store patrons. Yeah. And, you know, Yeah, whatever. the ones that can't get over the people laying on the ground. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were upset. So, you know, I mean, that kind of thing. But I feel like America is actually kind of regressing in that we're getting away and we're kind of heading down that road. Well, you know what they say. That weak, weak men road. breed uh, weak men breed hard times, and hard times, times breed, breed, breed strong men. men. Oh, strong men, something. Yeah. Strong men create easy times, and, and easy times easy create times, weak men. Weak men. There you go. And that's that's I feel like a road we're going down. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like it's inevitable that we kind of fall apart. And I, I don't know what will bring our demise. And I'm not praying for our demise. And and I guess this is part of the point of today's episode is that, you know, we shouldn't be praying for our demise. We should be trying to save America, trying to make America the, you know, greatness that it once was. You should be sharing your values with your kids, your family, your friends, your coworkers. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to bring it back to its glory. That's what it's all about. And it should always be moving towards that goal. But I also think you might be a little foolish if you're not preparing yourself for a possible decline. Right. Um, I I feel like less and less your government is going to be able to be there to help you out. Um, I don't want to end up in a FEMA camp. Nah, me neither. And that's how I see most, you know, revolution things going. You either end up in a FEMA camp or you end up prepared and some kind of warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's a uh, dangerous, you know, a dangerous line. You got to pick the right side. See, that's the whole thing is there's, you know, all these different revolutions and, you know, they don't always end out like America. You know, we we overtook the British and it ended up, you know, working out pretty great. You know, but that's kind of the exception rather than the rule. Um, we recently, you know, more modern times, we had that Arab Spring, right? Right, right. Um, a lot of countries ended up having a big uprising. Uh, Tunisia. Yeah, and, and uh, Tunisia was one that actually worked out pretty how'd well. That, how'd that work out that for That sta- started in uh, two, uh, December 18th, 2010. That was the first... The first, first of Arab the ripple nation. effect kind yeah. of thing, yeah. And that actually, uh, only 338 people ended up getting killed in the whole thing. And they had democratic elections. And now have a democratically elected leader. So, it's that, pretty impressive. But the, uh, I forget the name of the dictator that was in charge in uh, Tunisia. Mm. But he was, a, he was a real nasty piece of shit. Yeah. So, I mean. I always thought Tunisia was like a vacation spot. And then... When I was uh, in the Navy, our, our helicopters, I guess, all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're hanging out. I don't know where I am, somewhere mm-hmm. in the Middle East. Right. And all of a sudden, oh, you're in Tunisian airspace and we're going to shoot you down. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh. 
I guess it's not a vacation <laughs> wonderland. And then we were like, yeah, and you're cool, Mig. We're a guided missile cruiser, and you shoot down our helicopter, mm-hmm. and we're going to shoot you down. Yeah, that's not really a competition, guided missile cruiser versus, versus a MiG. Not really fair. No, but I don't know. I, I can't really discuss any more about yeah, how that my, played out. But My favorite, the the most interesting one, yes. was the, the revolution in Libya. Okay. Do you remember that one? No. This is where they went in and got uh, Gaddafi there. Yeah, yeah. They went in. And they they, they were doing some bombing. AK-47s or were yep. they gold 1911s? Yep. He, did I you know, know that he had an army of uh, virgin, yeah, women virgins. that were his uh, his bodyguards? Now, were they virgins though? Who knows? I've seen some of them, and they may have I wouldn't. I wouldn't add sex with them. <laughs> so whatever. But that was about eight to ten thousand people dead in that one. And uh, that led to another revolution in 2014. Didn't work out so well for Libya or for Muammar Gaddafi, who got raped in the butt with a knife. Ooh. So, I mean, sometimes that happens. (laughs) That does not sound good. (laughs) You know? So, uh, you know, if you ever want to play a prank on your friend and jam something up their butt, just yell Gaddafi when you do it. And it means you're not gay. (laughs) It's just a a fun time. Fun time to hang out when you're hanging out with your friends. Yeah. Egypt, that started in 2010. Okay. Um, I guess they cops drug some uh, some kid, uh, Khalid Sa- Saeed, out of his out of an internet cafe and just beat him to death. He wasn't a terrorist of any sort. He wasn't a political dissident. He was just some dude that they drug out and beat the shit out of him. So that kind of set things off. Uh, some guy on Facebook started a Facebook page called We Are All... Khalid Saeed and uh but are we because I'm Chuck that well they had that <laughs> no you're not Egyptian oh so they had oh, a big right. revolution uh the Muslim Brotherhood took over all right and they had another big revolution they were like, no. and honestly of anybody in the world the Egyptians are probably the best at having revolutions just not fantastic at setting up governments so you know, we all have our skills. Things are things are actually getting a lot better in Egypt, though. After the second revolution, how's that? Well, I mean, in the sense that, uh, sense that, you know, women are, have a little bit more rights and right. a like little bit that. more religious freedom. I like um, that. A little less, uh, less poverty now. In a sense, I, they're, actually, they're what able I, to work and strive for the their news, own dreams. Their own dreams. That's I right. Like it. What I saw on the news was. We know things are good in Egypt now because people are out in the streets protesting. Because before, they would have just shot your ass. Right, right. And they're like, oh, look, everybody's pissed off and protesting. Mm -hmm. Good things are coming. Now, let me tell you, though, on a side note on Egypt. Yes. Apparently, they treat dogs over there very poorly. All right. So, we don't have enough stray dogs in the United States. They're actually importing stray dogs now. To the Egypt. United States, you can you can actually get a dog from Egypt to live in your house, and I have that dog in my house right now. What? A long-haired Chihuahua that was formerly an Egyptian, for, formerly named Cleopatra. I renamed <laughs> that because that's stupid. But uh, you know, as much as I hate little dogs, that dog man he chews up all the woodchucks, so. I can't. I can't complain. She's she's doing a good job protecting the garden. So I like it. I let her be. Nice. All right. Sorry on that 
about that side side note. side note, but all right, you know, no, um, you know, not all the revolutions ended up very well, though. Um, the Bolshevik Revolution. Tell me about 1905. the Bolshevik. That right. was uh, uh, Tsar Alexander, I think. He was the um, uh, he was the guy that had Rasputin as his. Uh, oh, nice. You know the the evil monk there with the twelve inch. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> anyway, moving he, right uh, along. Nobody understood why he was he was putting all his friends in prominent positions. Nobody understood why he was there, and it was because his, their son was had a. Uh, uh, that disease that where you bleed to death, where you bleed out all the time. Anytime you get a cut, it just keeps bleeding. Hemophiliac. Hemophiliac. He was a hemophiliac, or right? Hemophilia. And Rasputin could like magically just cure it every time he got sick. So they kept him around because he was the only male heir. So they kept him around, but it just uh, it just exacerbated all the problems. And Russian aristocracy was famous for being like really brutal, you know, beating people to death, you know, just because and and things like that's that. the so. thing like like you think of uh you know the end of world war Two. you know everybody was like oh you know hitler was so bad and the concentration camps and all this mm-hmm. russia was doing the same shit right right and, and let's not and forget even after world war Two, russia kind of took over the camps and we're like yeah we just won't say anything yeah. is that cool yeah and everyone's like yeah no that works because i think Hitler's Hitler's total was uh, like twelve to fourteen million. Stalin beat that like blew that out of the park, man. Twenty million people people dead in the first uh, fifteen years. Yeah. Now he just he just took care of it. But I mean, if you being a Russian in Russia in nineteen oh five to nineteen fifteen, not a fantastic place to no. be. No, didn't end up well for just about anybody, and they're still dealing with it right now. So, I mean, uh, not every revolution leads to good things, you know, but the real, the real champion. Yeah, who's the winner? Champ, uh, Chairman Mao. Mao Zedong. All right. 55 million people starved to death. 55. Now, and he still gets a Christmas ornament in the White House under Does he? Obama? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty fantastic. They had he, the Mao He would have actually, ornament. he actually murdered all, all the Christians in China, so... Why not make him into a Christmas ornament? I'm sure he would be happy about that as well. <laughs> the irony is deafening. Mm-hmm. I thought it was uh, interesting. They he had that great leap forward, that was like a five or ten year campaign. I forget what it was. Something sometime in the fifties, where they're going to change from a a rural farming country yes. into an, an industrial, industrial machine. Right. And one of the things they did was they got every person in the entire country for five days straight to go outside and bang pots and pans together. Yes. And it would scare all the birds up into the air. That's how you start a revolution. And they would... (laughs) This is after the... Well, (laughs) I guess the revolution's still going on. I don't know how those revolutions work there. But they got all the birds so that they were constantly flying and wouldn't perch anywhere, and they would get exhausted and just fall out of the sky, and then everyone would run over and stomp on them. Yes. So now the birds weren't eating the... The crops. But the other thing that birds eat are bugs. And the bugs ate all the crops. There's like a massive locust uh, infestation after that. And all the crops were eaten and everybody starved to death. Damn it. Didn't work out so well. That was a good plan though. I I see where it had its strength. Yeah, it had its merits. But they should have spent some time killing all the bugs first maybe, you know. 
but right. you know, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> I just think that's crazy, though. Everybody standing outside with pots and pans, banging them, and then birds falling out of the sky the and just run worked. over and stomp on them. The yeah, no, they killed worked. like all the birds. They killed like like seventy percent of all the fucking sparrows in the country. Got some birds in my house. Keep getting in the attic. Mm, you need a, you need a, a bunch of communists over here to bang some pots and pans. Yeah, <laughs> get some commies. Uh huh. That sounds right. But yeah, that didn't end up well. And and still to this day, that's you know, if you've ever met someone from China and you have a conversation with them, they have no concept that censorship is wrong in any way, or that uh, the leader just declaring that he gets as many terms as he wants. Talking about Yu Jinping. That makes sense. And, uh, you know, you know, they, they can't even, uh, they can't even watch time travel movies. Back to the Future is banned mm. in China. Now, wait a minute. We actually have some Chinese listeners. This might be new information for them, right? You now. guys need to get on point <laughs> and start pirating some Back to the Future. That is a legit movie. <laughs> that is a legit Michael movie. Michael J. Fox at his best. Best. Yeah, so if you're that in China listening right now, you need to find this. You need to find this uh, this movie. Get your hands on it. You know, don't let the don't let the uh, the police find out. But no, no, you got to keep that on the down low. Yeah. Um, no propaganda posters. Nothing. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. All right. But yeah, not not all revolutions end up well. Right. And when they go bad, it seems like they go real bad. They go real bad. Yeah, I'm waiting for the revolution in Venezuela, but I think most of the people that would start the revolution have already died of starvation. So yeah, they're just... It's they're dying. all just dying. Now how does it that America, we think that Revol- or Venezuela is the example? I, I still I haven't figured that. that one out. I don't think that. You know, if we get our shit together, this is what we could be like. Uh-huh. I'm not sure that's a good call. Everybody's starving, and yeah, that doesn't sound like what I want. You don't, you don't go for that. No. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. You know. Now, the way I imagine it, so, like I said, the reason I I kind of went down this road on this podcast is, you know, you don't want to end up in FEMA camps. You gotta, you know, just watch how the world plays out, see what's coming, and. Be prepared with an alternative. Right. I mean, what are you going to do when, uh, you know, when you have no food in your cupboard and the only place that has food is is the FEMA camp? camp, The fenced-in camp that once you go in, you ain't going out. That's the thing. See, I mean, I hate to say it, that's a lot of times how they win over the hearts and minds. It's like, well, you know, you're starving to death and I have a sandwich. Right. Cheese sandwiches for everybody. Bologna. Bologna and cheese. Mm-hmm. That's like you're a millionaire. Yeah. So that's the thing. They're offering bologna and cheese sandwiches, and people are like, well, shit, you know, I'm going to turn in my guns because there's bologna and cheese sandwiches. And I heard they have Netflix. What? Yeah, yeah. FEMA camps with Netflix. Netflix and so, chill with your bologna sandwich. I mean, if you have that kind of crap as an option, if you don't have something to provide for your family and your friends, you can't take care of things, then you're going to be forced to make a choice. Right. Um, but also, 
if things do end badly, you need to come up with logical alternatives. Do you understand history? Do you know how the world works? Do you know what you know kind of governments are failing and what kind of governments are working? You know, what is freedom to you? You know, I mean, what what is going to be your solution? Right. Um, and the thing is, you can't just hide in a cave. You have to kind of have your politics out there. And I don't mean you need to have your business out there. I mean, you need to share with people what's right. People need to know, you know, your kids need to know. When you talk to your friends, say, well, you know, I believe this because... And explain things. Attacking things isn't going to help anybody. Mm -hmm. But explaining and helping people understand why, you know, why freedom is the answer. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what's going to make the difference in the world. That's how you're going to bring about real change. Right. Right. Yeah, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of people, you know, my, my son was actually dealing with this. They were having the, uh, this was when they were having the protests in uh, Charlottesville. Yes. And uh, his teacher was talking about freedom of speech and saying that certain speech no. uh, has a negative impact and should not be allowed to exist. Excellent. So, I mean, it's, it's when you think about freedom of speech, it's a marketplace of ideas. You know, you can, you can go through all the ideas and pick the best solution. But when you're limited on what you can say and what you, what you can hear, and that's really what freedom of speech is about, is what you can, what information you can attain, right, and assess and make your own decision about. You know, if people have a bunch of bad ideas, that's that's fine. You can just cross them off the list. But when you limit the freedom of speech, you're limiting people's choices. You're limiting people's uh, ideas and potential for ideas. So when people talk about um, you know, government giving you the right to freedom of speech. That's not government that gives you that right. No. That's God gives you that right. That's a God-given right. You know? It's it's you got lucky enough to have a government that doesn't take away right. that God-given right. Right, exactly. So, I mean, uh, a lot of these things that, um, you know, when people talk about revolutions, people talk about, uh, you know, um, changing the world, that's fine. That's fine. I'm all for changing the world, making it a better place. Beatles too have that fun song about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I was actually just listening to that. But you know, you have to remember that there's a there's a cost for these things, yeah. and uh, it may be your life, it may be your child's life, and it may be uh, 55 million of your of your uh, countrymen friends. that starve to death. So uh, you know, choose wisely. Choose wisely. Mm -hmm. And with that. I think we'll leave the uh, the revolution at that. Um, now, if you're going to start a revolution, you might need the best parts for your AR-15. Mm. Where would you get those? You know where you would get those things would be subscribing to TACPAC. Now, TACPAC.com actually has a website where they have a program that if you give them forty nine ninety five a month, that's it. They will send you high value AR fifteen and preparedness tools and parts right to your door. They come in a nice 
possibly eco-friendly box. I don't know. Is cardboard good for the planet? It sounds like it is, right? Sounds like it goes in the bin that says recycle. I know I feel good when I put it in there. Mm -hmm. So we got that recyclable box it's going to come in and it's going to have all these cool like gun things maybe some utility tools maybe gun cleaning tools you know man stuff you know you know how man it is stuff yep and 49.95 and the thing is they put way more value cuz they're buying it all in bulk and getting you the good deal putting it together right and that way companies get exposed and you see new shit and then you're like, ooh, I need this. I need more of this. And you're going to tell your friends, everybody, it's a win. The cool thing is they already know you love AR-15s and guns because otherwise you wouldn't be giving them forty nine ninety five a month. Mm-hmm. So they set it up that if you use the code BADASS, they are going to hook you up with a free gun cleaning mat. That you'll be able to lay all the parts out nice. Now, any of you who've ever worked on an AR-15, you know about those Denton springs that when you pull it apart, they shoot across the room and disappear. Mm-hmm. The mat isn't really going to help you with that. I just recommend buying extra. Mm-hmm. That's really the extra only springs. way to go. Extra <laughs> springs because that shit's just gone. <laughs> I got to tell you, I was pulling apart an AR-15 uh over this past weekend and one of the kids is sitting there talking to me and sure enough I undo the stock and the stock retention spring shoots up in the little cap that's on it and flies I didn't know where my kids like oh it's on the couch right there and like in between the cushions like oh if you dig there you couldn't even see it at that point Uh I saw it go down there and I'm like really and I go, and sure enough, there they are. Nice, nice. I'm like, Shit. Sometimes it's handy to have kids around. See, kids pay off. Uh-huh. So I'm just saying, maybe something you might want to check out. If you love guns, you love working on guns, mm-hmm. you love getting that kind of cool parts. And the cool thing is, if you're getting that tack pack delivered, you don't have to, like, explain to the wife, like, oh, I bought all these gun parts. Right. No, it's just tack it's pack. Just tack I mean, pack. that comes every month. I don't yeah. know. That's what I do, yeah. you know? It's not like I'm going to the gun store and buying shit right. all the time. Come on. Right. Well, uh, also, you know, we I've noticed there's been a serious drop-off in uh, in emails lately. Yeah? want to hear what you guys have to I say. I think that's because you haven't been here pitching for it. Preppingbadass at gmail.com. Preppingbadass at gmail.com. Yeah, let now, us know your thoughts and, uh, and feelings, your hopes and dreams. Feelings. Or if you just have a topic you want us to talk about. Now, we actually have a new sponsor coming out next week. I don't want to tell you who it is because I don't want to give it away. You don't want to blow up the spot. I don't want to blow up the spot, but I'm just saying be prepared for good things to come. Mm. And we may be able to tell you about some exciting stuff. Um, A lot of good things. A lot of new sponsors coming up. Yeah. This was kind of the May sponsors that you were hearing about. Mm Mm-hmm. also, my medic, we can still get you that fifteen percent off. All right. Um, How do we get use that fifteen percent off? Use the code badass. All right. Now, fifteen percent kind of brings prices right to where you know where you're feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, you know, I I think I should stock up on that extra stuff. Yeah. Um, I did find a good spot to uh, get some uh, 
antibiotics, the fish antibiotics. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put a link up in the show notes for that. That's somewhere else. That's something I found, you know, in my research. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hook you guys up if you've been waiting. You're like, ooh, you know, Chuck, the 199 I'm not really down for that. Well, what if I told you 35 bucks? That might be something you might consider, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'd spend so my I'm going to put that. a link in the show notes, and uh, that'll be cool. Also, the Survival and Basic Badass podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. So you guys may want to check that out. Um, They have a lot of cool stuff, a lot of other podcasts on there. You might find some great new stuff when you're bored and you're like, you know, I already listened to the Survival and Basic Badass podcast about four times this week. And, you know, now that I've listened to the same episode four times, and I've gone through the entire library. Now you might want to venture out and find something else, you know? Mm-hmm. See if there's something else. Just until next Saturday when the new episode comes out, obviously. Um, you know, one one thing I want to touch on. You see that uh, new Supreme Court ruling? Tell me. Apparently there's a, uh, there's a, a police officer. And uh, apparently they legally have a right to search vehicles parked on the street without a warrant. That sounds horrible. Well, they went up into somebody's driveway and took a tarp off off a motorcycle. All right. So this went up all the way up to the Supreme Court, whether they not they could do that. That's a Fourth Amendment thing. Um, you know, right to privacy, right to, you know, securing your papers and yep. person, whatever. Securing your motorcycle. So, um... They, for a change, I feel like, the Supreme Court ruled in the people's favor. Really? Eight to one. Really? So you do need a warrant to go onto somebody's property and search their vehicle. Because apparently that was, that was a question. I don't know why. Um, but, uh, yeah, cops can't now come onto your property and search your vehicle. Which should have been the case the whole time. I just assumed that was the case. I mean, that's where I keep all my, my uh, drugs and dead dead prostitutes is in my car in my driveway so um i think it was judge alito was the dissent dissenting he was dissenting he thought that it would be okay for police officers because it's a reasonable search it's reasonable yeah no it's not reasonable because it's my shit yeah no no so that's too many times we just keep giving a little bit more and a little bit more And, you know, we just keep compromising, and they take and they take, and it's got to come to an end. So, you guys, you know, stay sharp, stay on your freedoms. You may want to head over to iTunes, maybe leave us a review. Um, Check out our uh, YouTube channel, Badass YouTube. Um, I think if you search Prepping Badass, if not, I got a link in the show notes. And now, I will leave you with the kind words of Sir Patrick Henry. All right. right. Feel good? All right. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. They tell us, sir, we are weak, unable to cope with so formidable an adversary. But when shall we be stronger? Will it be the next week or the next year? Will it be when we are totally disarmed and a British guard shall be stationed in every house? 
Shall we gather strength by irresolution and inaction? Shall we acquire the means of effectual resistance by lying supinely on our backs and hugging the delusive phantom of hope until our enemies shall have bound us hand and foot? Sir, we are not weak if we make a proper use of that means which a gracious God hath placed in our power. Three millions of people, armed in the holy cause of liberty, and in such a country as that which we possess are invincible by any force which our enemy can send against us. Besides, sir, we shall not fight our battles alone. There is a just God who presides over the destinies of nations and who will raise up friends to fight our battles for us. The battle, sir, is not to the strong alone. It is to the vigilant, the active, the brave. Besides, sir, we have no election. If we were base enough to desire it, it is now too late to retire from the contest. There is no retreat but in submission and slavery. Our chains are forged. Their clanking may be heard on the plains of Boston. The war is inevitable, and let it come. I repeat it, sir, let it come. It is in vain to extenuate the matter. Gentlemen may cry, peace, peace. But there is no peace. The war is actually begun. The next gale that sweeps from the north will bring to our ears the clash of resounding arms. Our brethren are already in the field. Why stand we here idle? What is it that gentlemen wish? What would they have? Is life so dear or peace so sweet? as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. where you think they are. Any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. 
In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.